Welcome again to the FFG Financial Insights Podcast. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm a certified financial planner and advisor here at Ford Financial Group. And I'm joined today by Ryan Louie, who's also a certified financial planner, a CFP and advisor here with the firm. Ryan, welcome. Welcome back. Hi, thanks. It's been a few, it's been a few weeks since you Yeah, at least a few episodes, I think, between episodes. Yeah. Well, it's summertime, so we're all on vacation and have differing schedules and but either way, uh, it's it's good to to do this again with you. I th- we're today we're talking about something called the fire movement. Um, do you want to maybe jump in and talk about a little? I can kind of give a little bit of a definition. It's it's financial independence, retire early. That's what fire stands for. So why don't you talk about this yeah. fire movement? Let's maybe give a little bit of history to this. So. The, the concept has been out for a while. It actually came out in uh, 1992 in a best-selling book called Your Money or Your Life. Um, the idea behind the book was more about thinking about your time versus your money. So let's just say you're making minimum wage and you work eight hours a day. And let's just say, at the t- you, know, let's just say you make $80. Mm-hmm. But then you go out to a very nice dinner that night and you spend $80 on dinner. Is your time that you're working worth the dollars that you're spending? Right. And that's, it, that's what it kind of started out as. Now, I think that it's become a lot more popular in recent day. I mean, that book came out almost 30 years ago. And yeah, we, it, it's not something we would have, uh, we didn't talk about the fire movement back in the 90s. No, no. And, and it's it's kind of morphed into this idea of extreme savings and investment that allows someone to re- retire absurdly early. Yes. Right. So you like you're saving 70 or 80% of your income so you can retire in your 40s or maybe early 50s or something, right? Right. So on on a basic math level, if you save 75% of your earnings, you um, are essentially uh, accumulating three years of savings by saving that particular rate. So again, the higher the the savings rate that you um, are saving at, the more years essentially of of retirement you're accumulating right. um, by sacrificing things early on. Yeah, and when we say sacrifice, we're talking like pretty austere lifestyle, right? Yeah, I think that's the that's the uh, the challenge that you are taking on is saying that I'm going to give up the balance and the kind of lifestyle that probably you've been used to um, in exchange for a much simpler lifestyle. I think that you know it's the person that's going to um, not eat out at dinner nearly as much. Yeah. It's going to per- be the person that decides I'm going to go and wash my car instead of going to the car wash. Right. I think it's the person that says I'm going to take my f- uh, family camping instead of taking them to Disneyland. Right. You know, it's going to be a lot of sacrifices kind of all over the place because you have to. So are, are a lot of people doing this? You hear a lot of people. I think a lot of younger people are doing it. Um, I, I definitely don't hear it from your 40 and 50 year olds at this point. Well, it's kind of, it's almost too late to start fire at 40 or 50, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think you know your forty-year-old probably could do it in the sense that if they, you know, if they can make a plan that lasts for ten years, they're retiring at fifty, maybe as opposed to even say sixty or sixty-five. Right. Um, I definitely find that it's a lot of twenty and thirty-year-olds, um, and not 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 you know thirty-eight, thirty-nine-year-olds, like people closer to thirty sure. that are actually you know trying to take on this idea of doing so. This. So, how plausible do you think it is for someone to save? 75% of their income. So I think one of the issues of the fire movement is that it's meant for people that are making good of incomes. Because if you think about it, 
if you needed to say, say save 50% of your income, but you're only making $30,000 a year, you're only living off of $15,000 yes. a year. And that's not real feasible, especially if you have a family. Because there's a minimum dollar amount that you need to be able to have to spend and live on to remain above the poverty line, let's say. Right. So it's not a percentage of your income. If a, if a percentage of your income, a small percentage of your income gets you over that, it's almost like to do the fire thing, you have to be a pretty high earner. Yeah. Well, again, mm-hmm. I mean, the math is there. If you're making $100,000 a year and again, you're saving 50%, well, sure. people could live off of making $50,000 right. a year. Yeah. Um, or, or if it's a couple that together have two really good incomes and they're on the same page that could work. One of the things that struck me first when I was, when I'd heard about the fire thing and read a little bit more about it, because I think in theory, it's really interesting, but if you've got kids, (laughs) good luck with fire, right? Because you, you, you have expenses that are sometimes beyond your control, whether it's kind of the, the type of formula that you have to use if you have an infant that's sensitive or um, something having to go on with school or whatever it is, you have kids, it is hard to, I mean, you can tighten down, but sometimes things are just out of your control. Right. right? And I think that a lot of things have to go right with the fire movement in the sense that, again, probably have to start off with a higher income. Maybe you're doing a side hustle um, to earn some income in addition to your job. Um, the other issue is, is that, you know, if you were able to start this at 20 and did a great job saving to your 30, you may have 60 to 70 years of retirement that you have to fund. So again, there's a lot of things that have to go right. You know, health has to go right. For example, maybe not having large health expenses during your, any of those years. Um, the stock market is, is probably something that has to be in your favor as well. And over that, and the chances are better if over 40, a 40 year period, you're going to that you're going to be helped by the market, not hurt. Yes. Um, but so there, I think with the fire stuff, there are a few takeaways that just kind of conceptually make fire a good thing. Uh, one of them is it's the earlier you start worrying about retirement, the better. I don't mean worry the early, the, the earlier you start considering retirement, the better and doing something about it and doing something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, working to keep your expenses low so you're not servicing debt and credit cards and things like that. That's another good thing that comes to for for the fire stuff. And and making saving a priority is really like kind of what this is all about. And that's good not just for retiring super super early, but it's just kind of a good practice to have in general. Well, the basically the fire movement is taking the principles that all of us should be doing already. And then magnifying, amplifying it. the whole yes. thing. Yeah, that's that's all it is. I mean, you should be you should be saving. You should be investing in the stock market. Right, staying within your expenses, um, not comparing yourself to the Joneses. You know, all the, all these things that they do are are th- are things that we all should be doing our personal finances. Again, just magnified. Yeah, it 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 almost strikes me as like a crash diet, <laughs> where you know someone can go hard and they can lose some weight really quickly, but it's about the kind of lifestyle. It always becomes lifestyle, whether it's a diet or your finances or whatever. It's changing behaviors. And if if fire helps you change your behavior in a way where you're saving more and being cognizant of what you're spending and planning ahead, that's great. Whether you want to go whole hog or half hog or whatever it is, I think some elements of this fire movement can be useful and good kind of 
lessons for about anybody, right? No matter how early you start. Um, there are a couple of things I found kind of as we were getting ready to chat about this. Have you heard about the different kinds of fires? Yeah, like oh, the fat fire. Fat fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's different types depending on maybe the how how hard you're going so, into this. Yeah. So a fat fire is someone who's not going as austere, maybe as someone truly doing the fire thing. So it's like a person with a, a more traditional lifestyle who just tends to save a whole lot. Um, and then there is then there's the lean fire, which is someone. I mean, as you would expect, it's the opposite of fat fire, right? It's someone not just saving 70%, but maybe 90% of their income, which to me sounds bananas, but I suppose it depends on what 10% of your income actually produces. Yeah, and maybe where you're living. <laughs> maybe where you're living. Yeah, if you're living <clears throat> somewhere where expenses are really low and you're making a million dollars a year, can you live on $100,000? Yeah, that's 10%. You probably could. Um, I've, I've heard of a barista fire. Have I heard, heard of it. it. I actually don't know the definition okay. of it. So this refers to someone who's quit their nine to five job, but they still have some sort of part-time work or side hustle um, to, to bring in income, even though they've technically retired from their job. Okay. Um, so this that, is the people that write blogs, maybe. Maybe. Or a barista fire suggests to me that they may be making coffee. It, it, that strikes. If you are... Saving a lot to quit your job and then you go get another job that pays less, that just tells me you're not doing fire. You just hate your job. Right. <laughs> so that's right. maybe not a good reason to do fire. Um, and then there's Coast Fire. Have you heard of Coast Fire? I hadn't heard Again, of heard of the one. title. Just Yeah, it, it applies to people who do the fire thing and they have a part-time job, but they, they've had they, – the barista fire, they haven't saved enough. They've saved enough to bail in their job, but they still have to work a little bit. And then the coast fire is someone who still has a part-time job, but they're doing it by choice. Right. Um, I have some clients that they, one of the retirees, um, they, well, it's a married couple. One works at a, a record shop um, and the other works at a baseball stadium. And the reason is they get free tickets to see baseball and they get free concert tickets. And those are the things that they like to do. So that's kind of like the coast fire, if you will. Except they retired at a normal age. <laughs> at right, 65, right, right. Well, it's being able to maybe like volunteer, you know, where if you're 35 years old and you you want to volunteer, you know, 40 hours a week is probably not possible because you need to have a job. Right, right. You know, right. Um, the retire or the fire movement can help you maybe do some of these things that you may want to do with your life because you're now financially free to do it and well, you can and do what you want. That's like a goal for any retiree, right? It's, it's your, you can do whatever you want as long as it's by choice. Yes. You can keep working into your deep in your seventies if you want to keep doing it and you're able to, or you can retire and go work at a bicycle shop if that's what you're into, but it's about having that kind of freedom. And then these fire people really are just trying to find that freedom much earlier. Yes. Um, I, I would say, you know, it's a it's a great goal to have to to be able to make those choices on your own when you want to. But boy, there's some, there. If you're retiring and quitting your career in your early 40s, you need to be 100 percent sure that the future future is certain or stable for you because it could unravel if you run into like needing long term care in your late 50s. I mean, you know, right. there's a lot. Really, that's what I said. You know, with retirement being so long that there's a lot of things that have to go right. And realistically, like anything, I think that takes this kind of dedication. It's for a very small percentage of the population. Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and if that's what you're into, hey, cool. That's what you're into. Um, well, it, it's an, the fire, the whole fire move, um, the whole fire 
movement for the financial independence, retire early kind of movement is an interesting one to kind of dissect because it it truly has lessons a little bit for everybody, whether you want to go full tilt on something like this or not. But I agree with you. Not a whole lot of people are probably into it, but it's still an interesting topic to kind of cover and, and, and learn about some more. So I think we kind of covered it all. Is there anything else that we missed? No. Okay, good. Well, Ryan, thanks for uh, jumping on the podcast again. We've missed you. Yeah. Good to be back. Um, and we'll certainly do a few more of these. Um, if you'd like to connect with us uh, here at Ford Financial Group on the web, you can find us at www.fordfg.com. You can email us at info at fordfg.com. Those are probably the easiest ways to get a hold of us. Uh, if you're local in the Central Valley, uh, you can always call us at 559-449-8690. We also have a toll-free number that I don't know off the top of my head, so I'll leave that for another podcast. Um, but thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next week. And now it's time for some disclosures. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. And all indices mentioned in this podcast are unmanaged and may not be invested in. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. And Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax advice or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. Thanks for listening.